I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Hello, everyone. Today, we will be talking about all things progress pictures. You've probably seen them, these at one point in your life, where like you see the comparison of like a before and after, or like someone does more than one picture, a progression of pictures, like the the name says. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of, we're going to be chatting a little bit about them today, potentially why they're problematic, some other ways that are a little bit more weight neutral to measure your success because spoiler alert, progress pictures are a very common marketing tool used by companies, used by individuals on social media. They are all over and heavily used. So we kind of, we're going to chat about those today. We kind of already talked about what they are, but essentially they are just like photos that are forming documentation of a journey. And typically it's like weight loss related or building muscle related. In some those way, like changing your body. Yes. Obviously yes. it's like a picture of your body and you're showing the changes of said body. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. Actually, when I was um, looking up just like some notes for this episode, when I was just doing my Googling, I'm a lady who Googles, there were all kinds of blog posts about like how and why to do progress pictures and not a lot about like the problem with them. So hopefully SEO loves us for this one, Um, but it's, they're so popular, like I feel like every single personal trainer or weight loss specialist, whatever their their credentials are, it depends. Like if they have a blog, they have a post about progress pics. Like I saw so many and yeah, it usually was about like documenting a journey, um, helping you like notice your progress, like, which I guess is a good segue into our next piece here, which is like, why are these a thing? Um, Again, a lot of the posts talked about like accountability to yourself, motivation. We'll talk about if that is problematic or not in a minute. Um, The other one I did kind of like is that it does show progress beyond just like the number on the scale. That was a big one too. I saw in a lot of the blogs, they were saying like the scale doesn't tell you anything about your body composition, which very true. Um, But the big two that I think we see the most in our field that might be the most problematic in terms of like, like not on a personal level is they're used a lot for marketing. So like said weight loss trainers likely have some progress pictures on their page to get you to see how they have helped people lose weight. And then a lot of times too, again, said trainers, nutritionists, whatever, they will also sometimes for marketing purposes, like share those pictures like within like a group, like a group chat or whatever, for like a motivation kind of thing. Or you can even like share your own photos, like on your social media page to like, just kind of congratulate yourself and like get support from others if they're congratulating you. 
So if you decide to share, then that's usually the other part too, is support and like inspiration as well. Yeah. I feel like I see a lot being used as like almost someone's like credentials as to why. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They'll be able to help you. I actually just, I lost 60 pounds. Yes. It's so relevant. (laughs) Yeah. I made a post about that the other day because that's such a common thing where it's like this person lost weight so they can help me lose weight. But the problem with that is that person, if they're not a trained practitioner only knows how to help themselves lose weight, what worked for them, they are not trained in like tailoring advice and like guidance and support for your body, which is what we go to school for is to like learn how to make individualized recommendations that aren't just based on what works for us. But someone who is, I don't know, an accountant that lost weight, they only know weight loss from their point of view, most likely. And they can't really help you with what you would need necessarily. Yes. So we're already like poking holes in in the validity (laughs) of these, but good things to keep in mind because um, they're just so prevalent everywhere. everywhere. So let's dig into the problems because that will probably be the main bulk of what we're going to talk about today. So the first thing or the first problem we're going to discuss about progress pictures is they can trigger body comparison, even if it's like unintentional, like you're going to see someone's, someone is showing you a before and after picture of their body. They, and you're going to be like, oh, you're going to compare what you look like to them. It's just naturally going to happen. You're like, maybe you're on a similar journey as them. And you're like, why don't I look like that? Or why didn't my body change in X amount of time like them or doing similar things? Like, and it's not even always that deep. It could just be looking at the picture and being like, why don't I look like them? And look at the changes they were able to do on the, by themselves. Why can't I do that? And there is a specific disorder called body dysmorphic disorder, which is when a body image disorder, it's a body image disorder that is characterized by being like persistent and intrusive preoccupations with an imagined or slight defect in one's appearance. So this can develop if you're like constantly taking progress pictures every day or every week, like you're constantly just fixating on what your body looks like and that's when also like the mind can start to play games on you where maybe the picture you're looking at is not the best representation of like what actually is going on but just because if you're so fixated on it um that mental obstacle can be developed unfortunately which would then take away the purpose of the progress picks because what you're looking at might not even be an accurate depiction of what's actually going on. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say that I have BDD, the body dysmorphic disorder, but what I will say is I was a big progress picture person back in college. And if I look back at pictures from that time, I see myself totally different now than what I did back then looking at that picture. Like back then I would like nitpick, Oh, like this part of my shoulder looks weird or like my legs have cellulite here or whatever. And 
now I like, don't even like notice those types of things in that picture. I just see that that person looks different than I look now, but I'm not nitpicking those like little things. So again, not here to like diagnose who has BDD or anything, but you likely do some degree of this, um, whether you know it or not, honestly. Yeah. I had the same issue as well in college where I took pictures and it's just like crazy to look back on it. And you're like, that's, that was not what I was seeing at that time. Yeah. Exactly. I look completely different than I remember. Um, and it's tough, especially when like you're being exposed constantly on social media to certain types of body types, depending on how your algorithm is playing out. And that comparison game is, can be very detrimental, yeah. especially if it's like weight loss related and it's all just like, look at my weight loss journey over and over and over and over again. And then you just, you can't help but compare. Exactly. And I feel like this, this BDD, this body dysmorphic disorder is really common too in like a gym setting, which is where mine, like, I don't want to say I had that, but like my version of that kind of shined the most. Um, especially if it's someone who is trying to build muscle. So we're talking next week, all about something known as bigorexia, which is basically a version of BDD. We've got a great special guest. So tune in next week, but again, this is a really common thing there because maybe they've got just like gobs of muscle on their arms, but they don't like see it that way because what they see is the other guy at the squat rack next to them who has way bigger muscles than they do. And they feel like theirs aren't big enough, even though the person next to them could be, you know, 10 years more experienced than them. They could have different genetics. They do have different genetics. They could be on steroids, perhaps like there's so many things that play a role in how our bodies are different, but because you have BDD or whatever version of that, maybe bigorexia, like you just feel like your muscles are not enough or your weight loss is not enough or whatever it is. Yeah. It's going to be a really good episode next week. I'm very excited. It Me too. ties very well into this as well. So you'll definitely have to listen to both of them. Unless we did not think. plan that. We just kind of like accidentally had these episodes <laughs> back to back and it works yes. out really well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys might think we're over here always. Content Maybe you don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we definitely did not plan that, but it was a happy accident happy that's accident. going to work out very, very well for us. <laughs> cool. Well, let's go on to the next point. The next possible hmm. potential problem with progress picks. How many P words can I say in a row? Let's count. <laughs> yes. Um, of course, the next one is that they just don't show the whole picture. If the whole point of it was to show a weight loss, say someone had an obvious weight loss in the pictures. We can't say that because they lost weight, they are better off or that they're more healthy or anything like that. We've said this a million times. You guys are probably tired of hearing it, but if you're new here, hopefully that's the purpose of this episode. It's all in one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like the spark notes version of everything we've ever said about (laughs) progress. It's so true, but yeah, health isn't a look. You can't tell based on what someone looks like what their health is like. And this is ringing very true for me recently with my whole Joe Rogan po- or a, a blah, 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 TikTok post, Instagram post that I made. The comments are I so bad. I haven't looked at your, I haven't looked at your TikTok one. I'm still like, TikTok's I'm still okay, actually. Oh, okay. That one didn't go very viral, but Instagram it did. 
on Instagram, I, I know I texted you that I was going to feel some of the fire and I'm, I'm still getting some of it, but I, it's one of those things where it's like, nice. I like, you know, you're going to stir the pot. So you're I'm gonna, having fun. You're planning for it. It's yeah. not like, oh, you disagree with me. Why are you doing that? It's like, no, yeah. I'm trying to make some people a little uncomfy. Yeah. Um, I got a DM yeah. today and someone's like, how do you like handle all this? Hey, I'm like, first of all, it happens every day. So you just like get numb to it. Second of all, I just like, I kind of initiate it sometimes. It's like how you get posts to go viral is to post controversial content. Sometimes like, you have to like poke the bear. <laughs> yeah. Poke the bear. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, those comments are rough and they're almost all of them are from, I'm assuming men based on yes their names only a assumption, but usually is. And they are just constantly telling me that because based on that one video where I have about the same amount of my arm showing that you can see in this video right now, they're assuming that I am way less healthy than Joe Rogan, because based on my shoulders, they can see I'm just less healthy than him. Like, obviously he has more more muscle than me. Like he's Joe Rogan. Like he's got lots of muscle on him. And so they have that point there that he is more muscular, but first of all, you would never even really know that for sure. Cause I don't ever show my body on social media, at least not as a whole, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, just because he has more muscle on him does not mean that he's healthier. No, no, it's so, it's so silly. It's, it's like won't... a concept that shouldn't be hard to grasp, but I feel like it's because for years and years and years, it's been like brainwashed that like your body size is equivalent to your health status and how much you know I guess it pours into that as well but someone's body type is not their resume it's not a cover letter it's not their credentials it's just happens to be like their genetic makeup and potentially some other factors like how they eat physical activity levels uh, socioeconomic status goes into that um, mental health can affect your body size a lot. Like there's a lot of things that go into it. And yeah, I like that your shoulders are being used. Like imagine like it's literally this, like what you're seeing right now is all they can see of my body. Yeah. And like, so even if we could make a comparison of like, if you look at someone's body, you'd know if they're healthy or not, which we obviously can't, but if we could, you couldn't even do that on that video. Cause it's like literally barely any part of my body is showing up. No, they're just, it's the classic trolls where they like use, just try to use things for their own argument. Even like if there's no foundation to anything they're saying. Yeah. It's crazy. A mess. But that is how the fitness industry operates is through that idea that someone's body and how it looks is how, you know, if they are a qualified fitness professional or not. Boo. A lot to unpack there. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, we're a nutrition and fitness podcast, so we could go into that quite a bit, but we're here for the progress picks. I mean, we'll do an episode on just like like bodies. Yeah, fitness culture. That'd be good. I have noticed that I've noticed this more recently because some mutuals of ours... (laughs) have started posting certain 
um, like a lot of personal trainers I know, like will post like videos like shirtless or like in a sports bra. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Interesting. It's just so <laughs> tricky though, right? Because like, I love just to like wear a sports bra when I work out. And like, I have no problem showing myself in a sports bra. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's inherently a bad thing to like show skin. No, but it's how you like the purpose behind it, your intentions. And I think it's like an unfortunate thing because people take your body size so much into account of whether you're like a qualified fitness. That's a good point. Like even if you're not intending to like make it a marketing thing, people might perceive it that way and like trust you more or less based on what they see. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad I'm not in the fitness industry. (laughs) That is not... I don't know. I feel like the nutrition area is also not great. <laughs> yeah, we're screwed either so, way. I dabble in both and they both are toxic as hell. So what a fun time yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, there. Oh, we're just going to keep talking about this one bullet point, but how you look <laughs> is not a good like qualification or like piece of like evidence to be utilized as someone's like health status or if they were successful like Hannah said like we don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes it's just a picture I'm listening to a book right now I shared out my Instagram stories today um let me find the title of it so everyone can read it if they want to but the author is a plus size I believe yeah plus size woman and the only reason I question that is because the person who's like reading the audiobook is not the author, but I'm pretty sure it's a woman. Mm. But anyway, they are a plus size person and they lift. So the book is called Fitness for Everybody by Meg Boggs. And where was I going with this? Oh, <laughs> she can lift like like squat hundreds of pounds. And she says that all the time she gets comments and like looks of just like, you shouldn't be able to do that. You do not have the body type that should be able to do this particular exercise as if like, that's how bodies work. Like only certain shapes and sizes can do certain things. So I won't tell her story for her, but it's a really good book. And I recommend it a lot because she goes a lot more into this and like her perspective, which we of course cannot share as not plus size individuals. So Definitely. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear more about this, hear more from those who actually like are in different bodies than what you would like initially perceive as like healthy and fit and well. Yeah. That's so silly. I, I feel like I have a long list of books that you tell me about that I need to read. They're all on my Instagram no. or my Amazon affiliate page. If y'all want to know what books I recommend. Ew. Big fan of that. Yeah. We love that. Cool. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> I think we beat our dead horse. We, what's the what's the phrase that you said? No, I think it is beat dead horse. I know, or is that the, or was that the actual fa- phrase? Yeah, beat a dead horse is the right way, but you said beat a dead beat record. Beat a dead record. Beat a dead record. That's what it was. I was like, wait, which one's real? Now? Oh my god. Okay, yeah. We're gonna beat this dead record. <laughs> <to a pulp. laughs> 
Um, but next problem with progress pictures is they only really show like one type of progress, which that is typically like weight loss or a change in body. It doesn't show any changes in your laboratory values. It doesn't show changes in like, for the example of like lifting weights, like if they're being able to like lift more weights or have more repetitions. I don't think that's so how it's said, like have more repetition, make more reps, <laughs> do, do more, more reps. reps, do more reps. <laughs> there Pump we go. Out more reps even will do Pump out more reps. <laughs> there we go. Um, it doesn't show like how the relationship with food changed. If it did, it doesn't showcase like changes in mental health. It doesn't showcase, um, like, just a lot of other things that you can only take so much away from a picture and that's it. Yeah. Like it's literally just showing if their body changed and that's it. That's it. I said, we move on. Cause that's literally all we say about it. Like that's, that's all yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Like it's <laughs> that there's nothing more we can really dive into That's it literally all we're <laughs> doing which is kind of related to the next one mm -hmm. so these pictures are just showing that one thing but that one thing could be completely falsified and edited and like not even real and also <laughs> we don't even know if their body did are. change that much based on the pictures yeah. this could be totally edited yes the internet is fake yeah and, and especially these these are 100% fake a lot of times and lighting I put here like plays a really big role I think of like the co-rec at Purdue, the gym that we worked out at there. And as someone who was like a gym bro back then, I hung out with a lot of the gym bros back then, bros and bros and hoes, the gym bros and the gym hoes. <laughs> um, anyway, we were all taking progress pics. We were all taking like selfies in the gym mirrors and we would all comment like on the best places in the co-rec with the best lighting that would like show your muscles the best. And so of course we would like only take pictures in the areas that were lit in the ways that would like the shadows would like accentuate your delts or whatever. So of course somebody who takes a progress photo is not going to do it in the worst lighting. And in fact, when I was looking at the blogs that were like pro progress photos that I was like researching for this post, a lot of them like give tips on like how to do proper lighting so that you can look your best in your progress photos. So no one's yeah. ever going to like post a progress photo like in this like god-awful lighting where it shows like no dimly lit like weird angles exactly. like non-posed yeah exactly it's just one picture and there's a lot that goes into it videos it's edited are, or i think a little bit better for this because they're harder to edit but even mm -hmm. videos can be edited nowadays oh yeah and the lighting and yeah posing and constantly flexing in your videos that's a good point too like no one's walking around in the body that you see in that photo <laughs> no one's fully flexed up <laughs> wide lat syndrome walking through yeah. doorways sideways because you can't fit in the rain rainway <laughs> exactly yeah no you don't see these unless you're like at a bodybuilding competition or something where you're like people are posing like that's where maybe I'm always then. hanging out is at bodybuilding <laughs> competitions yeah. on Saturdays that's why I, I stop by and can we please go this weekend actually just go watch some people flex <laughs> I think that'd be one of the most uncomfortable things I'd ever do <laughs> <laughs> 
it's so crazy to me that I like thought I wanted to like spend my time doing that we watched so much Che YouTube yeah. of that we're just like people are just flexing with their like incredibly intense really obnoxious and aggressive tan like spray tans mm-hmm. and, and they were like neon yeah, yeah. Uh, another episode where Tay comes up. What a surprise. Yeah. We're actually fans. We are fans. <laughs> we've followed her we've, for almost a decade. We honestly need to just have her on the podcast at this point. Yes, we've, we felt like a part of her life. Maybe that's what her, her intention was. She is very lifestyle-y, mm-hmm. influencer and here we are still chatting about her. It's worked. <laughs> she... We were her target audience and here <laughs> we we're still been the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Despite everything that's happened, we have adapted. <laughs> it's still stuck around. Uh, oh man. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, let's not, we're not going there. <laughs> I probably, probably already what, heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to, this weekend we have food planned. That's much more our out upper alley and shopping yeah. food and shopping food shopping and content creation <laughs> that's that's what I want to do for the rest of my life yeah me too and travel we're going to Australia evidently the poll, yeah the poll everyone said yes oh wow mm-hmm. there wasn't one no oh wow and someone else DM me I didn't share it on my stories but someone else DM me and said the coffee there is like the best in the world so coffee. Yeah. And actually I thought about it. Ross and I watched a YouTube video recently because we always watch food videos on YouTube together. Mm -hmm. And it was a guy like showing around like his coffee place in Australia. It's like a really big thing there, I guess. I didn't know they like coffee culture, but apparently they do. That'd be so fun. I know. All right. Well, we have to go there now. I know. We'll suck it up for the spiders and snakes, I guess. And other poisonous things. We'll just, but it'll be okay. We'll be safe. We'll do lots of research. I mean, how many snakes are going to be in coffee shops? You know, hopefully none. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't live in Australia. I'm just assuming. I don't either. I don't know. Here in America, there's not a lot of spiders. Well, I don't know about spiders, but snakes and coffee shops, (laughs) at least in my part of America, maybe not in Arizona and stuff, but yeah, I will say ever since the scorpion incident, I'm a little bit more scared to go outside that was in our country uh, i haven't heard that story fully yet should we share it on the podcast we can share it, share it here we'll okay. share it here so anyone else maybe someone will learn something from us i don't know what you'll learn because <laughs> but i'll tell you so we'll keep it short because like there's a lot of build up to how much of a mess the first day was <laughs> but my family recently went to yosemite And our first night was like outside of the Yosemite Valley. It wasn't essentially essentially in the park, but it was like still like the valley and like in the middle of the woods, nowhere. So like we have everything packed. It's this cute little Airbnb. Um, This is not on the Airbnb people. I just want to say that. Uh, But it was like two different levels there was like a bed on the first level and then like maybe like five stairs and then there's like the kitchen bathroom and then another bed and like I slept in the same bed as my sister and my parents slept in the bed below us 
And I just want to preface this with it should have been my sister because that would have been the original sleeping arrangement. And thank goodness it was not. <laughs> but my dad insisted on sleeping under the air AC. So he's on the bottom floor bed closest to the window. At 2 a.m., like we're all asleep. At 2 a.m., I like hear this noise and I hear talking and I wake up and see my parents like moving around and I'm like, what is going on right now? And my dad's like, something just bit me. There's something in the bed. And I, in my head, like I'm the designated bed bug checker whenever we go anywhere. So like, I was like, I checked the bed for bed bugs. There's nothing in your bed. So we turn on all the lights because he's like so insistent that something bit him. So I like pull up, I go, I'm looking under the mattress, looking at the corners because normally where bed bugs are. And I'm like, there's nothing here. Maybe it was a mosquito. And I'm, I'm like, we're all exhausted. Like we had a tough day of traveling. I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. It was a mosquito. Like get over it. And he's like, no, it woke me up. And we like pull back the covers and there's this like black scorpion, probably like this big, right next to his pillow. Ah! And like he said that like he moved his hand in his sleep and he must have put his hand on top of it and it stung him. Where did it stung him at? Like, I think it's like ring finger. Thank goodness it wasn't his face or anything. But he got stung. It started swelling immediately. So like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I have no idea what to do with scorpions. I was like, why are there scorpions in Yosemite? One, I thought these were only in the desert. Um, And apparently the scorpion was not scared of my dad's hand because it just stayed where it was. It just like stung this thing. Scorpions are like another breed. I'm now afraid of them. Um, And like, my dad was so tired or or maybe he just didn't care and like, that's just who he is. Yeah, I could see but that. But he like took a piece of tissue and just like killed it like a bug. What? No, he did not. Yes. And just like squashed it in his hand. Your dad like, cracks me up. Oh my gosh. I was like, what if the stinger went through the tissue? Right. Like we're just grabbing things with our hand. And Dads then are so funny. Tissue. Oh my gosh. I was like, what? So we threw it in the trash can and then my mom and I were like, well, what if something happens to you? We need to know what type of scorpion it was. So he takes it back out. It was still alive. So he like puts it on the floor and stomps on it. Still at 2 a.m. also, which is hilarious. All at 2 a.m. And then we put it in a Ziploc bag and just put it out. And I'm like, yeah, but luckily we iced it. We didn't have, we, I like messaged the Airbnb host. I'm like, do you guys have Benadryl? It's two in the morning. <laughs> they were actually out of town, I think. So they, ne- they never even responded till later. Um, but he started icing it and it like started to go down, but I was like looking up like urgent care near me and nothing's open of course, cause we're in the middle of a Valley and nothing's close either. Um, and I was like, what type of proscorpion is this? And all I know is this black and small. And apparently there are only two types of scorpions in the US. Oh. The brown ones, the light brown ones are the ones that are like more deadly mm. than the black ones I found out. So That's if good. you get stung by a black one, I'm pretty sure you're okay. Just like maybe get like an anti-inflammatory and yeah. ice it. Um, but if it's a light brown one, I would hit up some urgent care or something i'm not a scorpion expert this is what i've learned from google at 2 (laughs) a.m but it was 
scary. And wow. literally I was terrified to go in my bed. Cause I was like, yeah. I can't see the cover. So I like wrapped my feet. I was like so tight around the blankets that like, hopefully nothing could get in. Yeah. And I was like freaking out the whole oh time. Gosh. It was a rough start to the vacation. And we were supposed to do half dome in like a day and a half where like mm-hmm. you have to like use the cables with it's like 80% upper body. Yeah. And I was like, are you going to be able to grip the cables? And he's like, I'll be fine. But of course, like thank goodness it was him because I feel like dads are just like, whatever. No, if it was like me, my sister and my mom, everyone would be in tears. <laughs> Turn the plane like, around. Like, <laughs> like we're going home. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of scared of Scorpion. Um, what brought us here? I'm trying to like bring it full circle. Australia. Australia. Okay. I'm scared of things in Australia, but now I'm also scared in California. I don't know (laughs) if they have scorpions. I know they have spiders and snakes. I bet they do have scorpions. I feel like I'd honestly rather, I bet they do. And I bet they're huge. I bet they're huge. (laughs) Did you see that video I sent you with that spider on that tree? (laughs) It was the size of a monkey, you guys. It was humongous. (laughs) It's so big. I was like, there's no way that's a real. I literally can't even like think about it. Like my body just like clams up. I feel like I'd rather take that spider than a scorpion. Oh, wow. Like when we were in Costa Rica, we had scorpions in our room, but that's, I think we like freaked out so much that we like, we got a new place to stay. We were like, we're not staying here. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I was think. like, how did it not crawl into your suitcase or like anything? That's what I was afraid of coming back. I'm like, what if there are some at home? <laughs> bring you to Chicago. You like, <laughs> you bring one that's pregnant and you just like breed a whole new scorpion. That was literally my worst, like my fear of like, that was a pregnant scorpion. And now they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you start like a, what's it called? Like a takeover in Chicago scorpions. Like they're like an infectious or like yeah. a not infectious species. What's up? Invasive. They're an invasive species. Of, yes. And they like, we have a scorpion problem now in Chicago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which of course would spread to my neck of the woods too. It's not that far away. Like the entire Midwest would be hit. And then we wouldn't know how to handle that. No. <laughs> I can't even handle like little tiny spiders in my house. I make raw I don't know what the worst thing we have in the Midwest is. Bears. <laughs> Do we? Re- I guess we have bears in, there are bears in Wisconsin. That's true. Um, raccoons are pretty mean. <laughs> We're really faced with mosquitoes are huge, but mosquitoes it's true. Don't really Wait. hurt. They're just like they itch the horse, horse flies are bad. Horse, I forgot those horse are flies. big and they hurt. Yeah. I don't know if it's we bad have everywhere. Scorp- Nature is scary no matter where you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's wow. Scorpions. I don't know. It might take me some time to get over that. That's okay. We don't have Australia in the near future, I don't think. No. We can hopefully learn to cope before (laughs) we go. Hopefully, you guys should give us lots of tips of how to make Mm -hmm. sure we don't run into anything because we will be fully prepared. Yeah. Oh, I just saw like worst fear. We're like in the room and we look up and there's a spider like one that big yeah guys it was like the size of a monkey and i'm not even kidding no it was huge it's a tiktok video so who knows 
the realisticness realisticness i've seen a lot of spiders in australia on tiktok and and like the webs it's like seeing all the videos of the the webs like the whole landscape is just white they could take us out if they got together and turning into humans they could definitely take us out would be screwed i think about how i have like a wild animal in my house all the time with finn (laughs) how i just like adopted a wild animal (laughs) He could just like turn spin on me is gonna turn. <laughs> he spin is gonna spin is just what I imagine a, a wild like dog the most gentle loving creature I've ever met but I always think about that and I always tell Ross like we have a wild animal in our bed right now <laughs> oh my he God. could turn if he decided he could. to he could kill if us he got he... mad one day he could definitely date you guys out but he literally loves us so much. So I don't think it's going to happen, but it's still scary. It is. But that can be said the same about Ross. That's <laughs> true. You, you have a Or me. Life. I mean, I could be a murderer too, for all we know. <laughs> you got to pick them right. That goes yeah. for your animals and your spouse. <laughs> yeah. Lots of wild animals just running around. <laughs> oh someone dm'd me a video of how to prepare a kangaroo tail so we'll have that for when we want to eat that yeah i guess we eat them it was kind of morbid kangaroos i know they're so cute they're so cute so we're cows and pigs and i happily eat those so that's true Mm -hmm. we'll see i wouldn't mind alligator i feel like alligators i wish have I feel like they have those oh, are crocodiles. Sure. One they're of the probably two. giant. They're probably like fifty feet long. And I hate them. I think they all should be dead. So I'd be happy to eat those. Oh my god! <laughs> I want alligators to go extinct. They're scare scary. They are very scary and very fast. Yeah, they're like little legs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think what we've learned today is that we are both kind of terrified of wildlife. <laughs> Despite how much we both like the outdoors. I know. We're also living in fear every time we go outside. <laughs> but that also yeah. exists for indoors too, let's be honest. Yes, you're never safe. <laughs> no matter where you are. Uh, With you and your wild animals. I guess I have Bobby. Bobby could take me out. I mean, yeah. For all we know. We talk about that a lot. But then we also talk about... We also talk about how the number one suspect always is like the significant other Mm -hmm. or the roommate. So that would just be silly of us. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah. You get caught for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you ended up missing, I would immediately blame Bobby, obviously. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. So sorry. Can't can't be doing that. (laughs) And same goes for him too. if, If he ended up missing, you're my best friend, but I would blame you for murdering him. Unless you told me and we had like work together to cover it up, then I'd help you with that. But I would definitely give you a heads up. <laughs> but then you would be an accomplice. Just so you know, I, I murdered Bobby. <laughs> Just a casual text one day. <laughs> yeah. That's tricky. No. Yeah. It That's is tricky. friends are for though. Like you're supposed to be able to tell your best friend and your partner, unless it's the person you murdered. <laughs> yeah hmm. tricky world we live in wow well, let's just hope neither of us murder anybody <laughs> let's hope fingers crossed <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Knock on wood, right? Yeah. Anyway, let's keep going. I feel We're, like we always just, we have like two bullets left and then we just like go off in half an hour about something so off topic. This is important. Australia, I feel like that could be our first like huge tud trip. That'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. Okay, let's well, move on. We're literally almost done. Then we always do this. Yeah. So our next reason of how these could be problematic, these progress picks, if you forgot what we're talking about, because <laughs> we got so sidetracked. Um, the other possible potential problem of progress picks is that they can portray progress <laughs> as linear and fuel like all or nothing thinking. So basically they don't show like the in-between of like what was going on from point A to point B. And it makes people seem or feel, maybe if you look at that, like, oh, this person had no struggles along the way. They didn't have this difficulty they went through. You just see like, oh, they lost weight or, oh, their body changed. Must've been so easy for them. And that just, again, that fuels that all or nothing thinking, which is not ever gonna be supportive of long-term sustainable habit change. Yeah. It's just two pictures. Literally, all it doesn't is. really say a lot. I saw some of the blogs, of course, say like, "Oh, yeah. a picture paints a thousand words," or whatever that phrase is. And it's like, not really in this case. It doesn't tell us anything. It just shows that someone has less mass on their body or more mass if they're doing like a muscle building thing. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, I feel like this next one also ties into that pretty well. Where like the lack of progress that you don't see in progress pictures can lead to feelings of failure or other like subsequent reactions where like you don't know like I feel like typically they advertise how much time that that's a lie they do not typically always say this is how long it took me to change my body this way um but because there's that comparison I knew might not be having the same intensity or like effect that they had on their bodies, you had on yours, like it can lead to that, the all or nothing mindset, which leads to feelings of failure and affecting self-esteem. And then will probably affect like your dietary habits and your physical activity habits. And like, even if like, maybe you were feeling better, you're sleeping better, you, I don't know, like felt like you were eating more healthful foods, you were eating more vegetables when you hated vegetables, like something like that. Those really great forms of progress don't feel as like valid because you don't see that progress that they had, or it's not as quick as you would like, like maybe they had. Exactly. I feel like that also ties into the last one that I wanted to bring up is like the time frame advertised is never guaranteed. Like lose 20 pounds over one month or like really 20 pounds in two weeks. I've seen that. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, are we chopping off body parts? What is <laughs> happening here? Um, but like one, the time frame is not guaranteed of when the pictures were taken. We don't even know if those are accurate depictions of like before and after as they could have been edited. And the only way really to know what the picture is, I was thinking about this when, um, like way back when, maybe it was 2020, 2019, I think it was 2020. Do you remember when like they exposed Trump on TikTok because like he was, 
they took these two pictures of him like signing some documents. I have like literally no idea what the context was because it's out of my mind. But there were like two, I think it was part of his campaign. He was like proving he was, I don't know, pushing for something. I have like and a big memory. And there were two different things he was talking about, but the internet like downloaded the pictures and like found the timestamps of the pictures. Mm. And they were literally like 20 minutes apart. Mm. he just like changed like what he was wearing in the clothes at, yeah. like the clothes and like the pen that would be the only way to know if these like pictures were maybe accurate even then like if you could see when they were created but no one has time for that right unless you're a tiktok and you're going after someone but i don't think in the from the standpoint of these fraudulent pictures anyone really cares that much to look into it so if they're advertising a time frame, I would take it with a very small grain of salt. And even if they are accurate, like say that person did lose 20 pounds in two weeks, doesn't mean that A, that's what you should do. B, that's the healthiest thing to do. Or C, it's even possible for you to do that even if you tried. So like the time frame that someone reaches their goals doesn't always need to align with whatever goals you have that could be similar. Just one more little thoughts on the little time frame guy. Yes, 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 yes. So let's talk about what you can do because we've talked about all these problems for quite a bit about why progress pictures are not the best, but some like more weight neutral ways to measure progress is like one, like logging your exercise, like personal bests or PRs, whether this is like how much weight you've lifted or how many reps you've done or not, not had <laughs> <Your> reps you <laughs> had <laughs> or like your running times or how quickly you swam or like how good you felt or like how flexible you were at yoga or Pilates or maybe how many like sets of stairs you climbed or how far you walked from a parking lot to somewhere, like how quickly you felt or how quickly you went, how good you felt, like things like that are going to be a little bit better at measuring progress. Cause one that's like over time and that's individualized to you, but you can see like, Oh, I'm getting faster. I'm getting stronger here. I have better endurance, stuff like that. Yeah. I like those. And I think also another one that's pretty objective could be lab values, blood pressure readings, that sort of thing. As long as we recognize that even that can become obsessive tracking too, same way as like tracking your weight or your calories or whatever. I was going to mention too, for the last one, like you could even log like how many workouts you do. And in some cases that could be helpful, but that could also, again, like be somewhat obsessive where if you only did three this week, when your goal was to do four, you beat yourself up for it. That's not great. So with all of these, really, if any kind of tracking is just not going to serve you, that you don't have to do it, but some people do make the argument that they do find a lot of benefit from like tracking something. So I guess the bottom line takeaway here is try to choose a weight neutral measurement that won't leave you feeling like back in that like binary thinking of all or nothing. Poo poo. Poo poo on tracking your weight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So overall, it's about the journey. It's not just about the end result. Like the end result is like obviously what you're potentially like aiming for, but also you gotta appreciate 
the work you're doing right now, how you are like those small wins and whatnot, that will, that's what's going to keep you going. And then definitely tune in next week when we talk about bigger Brexia. That's going to, that is, we already, we already recorded it. I was like, that's going to be such a fun. Um, that is a really, really great episode. We are so excited to share that with you. Our guest is so cool. Hannah and I were fangirling. Um, but you will not want to miss it. And then also check out the Beat Deets subscription, become a Tud Bud. We have exclusive content there for you to listen to. You get to hear all of our guests debate the bonus questions and our answers as well for the different bonus questions and always some more candid content on there and then the last thing we'll promote on here because you're probably like oh my gosh chill out i have one more thing too (laughs) hopefully you're already covering it we'll see okay it was going to be the questions yes okay okay perfect the last thing is on our website (laughs) www.theupbeatdietitians.com no no uh hyphen or anything we got the we got that URL. thing, one yeah. word. Take yeah. that Google domain. Just like our Instagram name and our also our TikTok name. It's only in the podcast like title we ever included, but that's yeah. okay. Um, we under the little podcast tab, you can start. We well, you can start doing this, and we really want you to do this. Asking questions about future episode ideas or episode topics we're gonna have because we want to make sure that we like talk about things that you guys want to hear about. So on there, it's super cute. Go look at all the beats. You can see which topics we're going to talk about soon. Submit your questions. And then we will read off like who who sent it in because that'll be always so fun to include you guys a little bit more. We will make sure not to say your full name. Don't worry. Your privacy will be protected here, but we would love to hear from you guys and what you want to know about the different topics. So we'll, you can find it at the website. We'll also post it on Instagram and then become a Tud Bud. And then listen to next week's episode. Those are the three things we have. That's your homework. <laughs> yes. All cool. right, guys. Well, we are covering the bonus question today, the correct way to make nachos. You're going to want to hear that. So we will see you over there. All right. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at the Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.